Good morning. No, great morning. Unless maybe you're Keyshawn Johnson or Richard Sherman. It is time to skip the BS. Time for undisputed. Time for me to say, how about them cowboys? I think I broke my hand on that one. We didn't look bad last night, did we? Would you believe yes, the did. team the 49ers left for dead is now four and two with a week off and only one game behind those bonded Niners and those invisible Eagles? How about them? Come on, Cowboy haters. Let me hear from you right now at hashtag undisputed live. But most of all, I want to hear from my two favorite Cowboy haters. <coughs> Keyshawn and Richard, who owe me yet another Beverly Hills dinner off last night's Cowboys 20, Chargers 17. Good morning to you both. Uh, it's you a too. great morning. It, it's What a difference a week makes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you just look at the record. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just looking at the record, Richard, the record, then yeah, it's a, it's a good morning because your team <laughs> is 4-2. and two. But if you're looking at the opponents and play uh -huh. and how they play, uh -huh. I would still be a little concerned. Okay. Yeah, well, let's talk skip, about skip. that. One yes. game or 50 games. You guys are nowhere closer to the 49ers, the Eagles, Detroit oh. than you were Two weeks ago, really? three weeks ago, five weeks ago, Skip. I see skip, only one game separating us. Only team. one game. Interesting. I, 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 I second that, One Richard. game, 50 yeah. games. Okay. Doesn't matter. All right, Richard Sherman, you, you are speaking up first, so you go first. <laughs> I ask you this question. Scale of 1 to 10, how impressed were you with my Cowboys last night? At five? I a mean, five. not really at all. I, mean, I got a five out of Richard. Two, it was two lightweights fighting on the undercard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I got you. You know, it was it was a game. It was football. Um, sloppy play by both sides, but Dak played a better game than he has played. Um, efficient down the stretch, used his legs for the first touchdown, threw a really beautiful pass on the second touchdown. Um, look what your defense looked like with, with a different Mike linebacker. A lot faster, uh, a lot more stout uh -huh. against the run. A another and, shot at Leighton um, Van Der Esch. Okay. I'm just telling the truth. I'm okay. watching the tape, Skip. I, I judge the tape, not the man. Mm. Um, and and it, it looked good. Tony Pollard on the ground um, did not look effective again. No. Once again, I'll Skip, give you that. Uh, he had to, he had the play that they just showed where he where he caught the pass, a broken play, great play by Dak, great play by him, broke a tackle, he got did? out of there, looked really explosive. Yeah. Um, but you were playing the Chargers. You you you, you scored a, a whole twenty points against the worst scoring defense. I mean, worst. Pass defense in football. They were they they actually gave up 300 yards a game before this game. You got 272. So uh, I I hear you, Skip. I, I want to be impressed, but you didn't even get to their average. They've given up almost a little more than what you got in this game. So mm. I was I was hoping Dak this would be Dak's 300 yard 350 game, and he would he would go off. Mm. But hey, uh, your guy CD Lamb had seven catches for for over a hundred. Uh -huh. uh, looked pretty good. Couldn't get in the end pretty zone. Good. Red zone woes continue. Oh. Red zone woes continue. I don't know, two or four, you, 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 wasn't bad. Two or four, fifty percent. I mean, it just depends on who you are. Y'all were eighty-five percent last year, mm. uh, but then then you look up and you're like, why why aren't we scoring points? Why aren't mm. we getting those turnovers? There was a huge one turnover by Gilly. Great play by him. But where are the sacks? Where is this vaunted defensive line you've been talking about? They haven't got crazy sacks since week one against mm. those Giants. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, you did pick the Chargers to win the game. Just for the record, yeah. I just 
Third round. No question. Okay. No question. Skip. All right. It certainly could have went either way, though, Skip. Let's 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 be real with each other. Mm-hmm. Now you say a scale of one to ten. I mean, look, I, I would give them a. The fact that they had to do this, it was like if they didn't, you felt it in the entire stadium. I felt it texting with you out the outset when it became seven nothing and. You said to me something that I won't repeat. No, you can repeat it. Oh, I, you know, I don't like Look, to share information. Okay, that's you all. can share it. Keyshawn saying that, what, what was your about? You, you, you lost the pregame fight and now you're going to lose the game. Yeah, yeah. And I hate jinx text during Cowboy games. I just don't text at all. I have such respect for you, such love for you, that I will return your text, but I'm only going to try to unjinx it by saying we're dead, we're done. Well, it was 7 okay? 0, so at that okay. point, you probably. I, Truly was believing no, I, I did not that you were done it. considering we they went down shot, the field. But I knew and we could score on, on them if we could stop you, 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 but you really, But you really didn't score yeah. on them. I mean, if Richard just astutely explained to you both mm-hmm. in the passing game and the scoring uh, department, you guys didn't reach either one of their seasons mm-hmm. uh, high. So when you look at it, I was impressed. Because you needed to. It was a seven on my scale mm-hmm. because you needed okay. this victory. Yeah. If you look at if you just look at the pregame, you needed this pregame, this video that's, that's circling around yep. to get you to a level True. on an undercard, as Richard liked to say, yep. on a lightweight yep. undercard. Yep. You had to have a pregame fight mm-hmm. to motivate you internally to try to get something going. I agree. And then That is astute on your part. Thank and you. And then when you look at the celebration, this is a, a three-point win. And you could just tell mm-hmm. the celebration of the game. Oh, my God, Richard. I thought they had just clinched to go to the damn Super Bowl. The way they yeah, were, the players and the coaches, it was like this big stadium on top of their back. Like, they just felt like, man, if we didn't win this game, it was getting ready to come crashing down they on us. They got written off and then by all everybody. of a sudden, they win a game and they go crazy. Mm. Even my colleague, my dear friend, and Michael Irvin act like he hadn't won three Super Bowls <laughs> of his own last night, as he said in that stadium. He act like he was just, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw him in the camera pan to him and how he was acting inside the stadium. Then the post game, shout out to me about on his social media at the game as if he's never won anything before. I'm so disappointed in Michael for that because it's like, come on, (laughs) seriously? You needed all of that to win a football game by three. Yeah. By three points. Yep. I guess. You said they were dead. You said they were done. I said said if they lose Mm -hmm. to the Chargers, they're going to miss the playoffs. Mm. So they didn't lose. Mm. So now, Skip, guess what? They still in the mix. Mm. But if they lose oh, one of these so important games. now we got games, another if, if, if. If you lose these important games. What's Richard say about if? If, if we're a fifth, hey, we'd all be drunk? You, you right? gotta, you you go, go, Skip. One of the things yeah. that you've got to do, Skip, is you got to compile the victories. Oh. And then when you look at it, is that number enough to get you into the playoffs? Mm. So, so far, mm-hmm. if the season ended today at 4-2, yeah. and two, you would be in. Mm. If it, But guess what? It does not end today. Mm. Doesn't end today. But they played a seven. They, they did well. Okay, so you're going up to a seven on the impressed scale. Yeah, because they, they did what they were supposed to do. Your quarterback did what he was supposed to do. 
Your defense, that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. Like Richard mentioned. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not, I want to get on Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that to him, but mm-hmm. come on. I mean, I, I, I mm-hmm. at some point, it was like, mm-hmm. like, where, where's my guy? Okay, it is now my turn. On a scale of one to 10, I was about a five impressed with my team because my team should have won that game by at least 21 points. My team was in position to win that game by 21 points. I told you guys all week very long that my team is a very good team that played one very bad game on October 8th at San Francisco. It was as simple as that. It was over and it was done. And I thank you for bringing up the point. As Jerry Jones said on ESPN in the pregame show, sitting alongside the great Troy Aikman, we just need to show some energy tonight. And I'm thinking, yeah, but who's going to detonate the energy in the locker room? Who's going to inspire it? Is it bump on a log, Mike McCarthy? Please drop the Mike McCarthy, Mike McQuandry, as I call him. He can't motivate his way out of a paper bag. Is it Dak? I, I wish he could. It just doesn't seem to be his forte to ignite the football team. So to your point, Keyshawn, maybe we just need to get into a pre pregame fight every game down the schedule every game that's left let's go start a pregame fight and I thought we won the fight because I thought Dante Fowler got in a good shot on Austin Eckler knocks his helmet off for what it's worth his back was turned skip relax well he he jacked him once right in the jaw and got him good knocked his helmet off it was a good shot again you don't usually see that many punches I thought my my young man, Mozzie Smith, I haven't seen him do much on the field, but but he was throwing haymakers. So you need there. to do that every game? Yeah, because we were ready to play. I don't think Mike McCarthy was ready to play because right away he says, watch this, Kellen Moore. And by the way, Kellen Moore, did was he there last night? Kellen Moore, it seems like Kellen Moore was Kellen less last night because I didn't see a lot from him. I saw, what, 270-odd yards of offense. I saw 17 points from Kellen less last night. So we don't miss him. But sometimes we are stuck with, please drop the Mike McCarthy, and he's trying to show everybody, I'm going to run the damn ball. So right away he goes, run Pollard, run Pollard. And again, Pollard was not impressive running the football last night because he tried 15 times and got a grand total of 30 yards. And if my math is correct, that's two yards per carry. That won't work. But that didn't matter because we came right back from giving up the first touchdown and we went down and scored a touchdown. And my point is, my quarterback in games that are of less magnitude can play really well. I, I thought Dak was easily the star so of the game So you consider this game last night there less magnitude? Then if you say this is San Francisco, a measuring stick you for had, best in football. Skip, you had to win this game. Did okay. you see the way that well, they, they even, acted on the sideline? Yeah, even Dak said after, after the won? game this was a must-win game. Yes. Well, he didn't say it before. If, no, you, if you'd signaled but, but, it before, if you told me that before, I'd be I don't impressed. need Dak to tell me that because I don't watch the post-game shows. I don't need Dak to tell me that. Okay. Because I could clearly see it on the sidelines with the staff, mm-hmm. the owners in the box, Michael Irvin, mm-hmm. the players on the sideline. Yep. You could clearly see that they felt like this was it, one and done. 
Okay. That's how they felt. All right. So we had all kinds of chances last night, but we had 10 penalties that kept pushing us back and back and back. And we had a fourth and short at the eight yard line and Dak tried to sneak it. You just have to go low on the play. You, you, you tried to, they, they tried to push. How about push, just, how about, push, push, how about push, just push. run, turn around and hand a damn football off? How, how about, about that? Well, cause they don't have, they don't have Zeke anymore. So they don't get to turn but around. But that's okay. You, you, how how about just do what, that. How about doing what Tom Brady did the best of any quarterback ever? Just go low and find the little crease and stick your well, head well, up underneath the center for the first a, down. This is an argument for the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line and Jason exactly. Kelsey. Because they are at, they do this play to the point where people think it should be yeah. illegal. I'm watching you guys do it. I'm sure most of the league would be perfectly fine with it being legal <laughs> if you guys are executing it like that. But at the end of the day, Skip, at the end of the day, I did not see enough from that defense mm -hmm. that you are hanging your hat on. All right. and, and, and back to Keyshawn's point about the reaction. When the San Francisco 49ers beat your team by 32 on primetime on mm -hmm. a clear barometer game, a clear measuring stick game, I didn't see the sidelines look like that. They looked like they expected to beat you. They did beat you, and they went home and, and had dinner with their families right. and went to sleep. Yeah, I, it's just a different reaction. It's just a different conversation. Look, look it's a that, different man. expectation. Look at that. These teams, this team, this team, okay, this is a battle. They're battle. They're in a battle right now. You can see, you can understand there's pressure on them. They feel it. They obviously feel it. That, that young man <laughs> wait, 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 feels wait, wait, the pressure, wait, which wait is Wait a fine. second. They got buried last week. They got buried by Richard Sherman on right this show. The, they got buried they got by Keyshawn on, the on this show. Field. They got they buried. Got buried on the football so field. they were celebrating their rise from the grave last night. So you really think that the fact that I'm on undisputed and mm -hmm. I'm talking to Skip Bayless mm -hmm. every single day that the damn Dallas Cowboys yes, are did. worried about that? Yep. So I inspired the Cowboys deserve to, another to game go ball. out there and fight. Yep to go out there and win by three points. Yeah. I, so they should be paying me. I should go in the locker room and talk to them then every week. Yeah. But that doesn't make – if they got to sit up there and worry about me to get a W. But it's funny. They, they watched you guys both pick the Chargers because they got Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler is back, and they're coming yeah. off a bye week, and Khalil Mack is a, an unstoppable force. It was a, it was a sloppy, it was a sloppy wait game. a second. I, I'm, I'm looking down this roster, and I'm saying Keenan Allen and Joey Bosa, and, and what about Derwin James, and what about Asante Samuel Jr.? You guys What's were raving cool? about what? him yesterday, and now you're saying, eh, it's I'm just not, I'm not saying liver. anything. What, what, I'm not saying anything, Skip. What I'm, what I'm concerned about, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, and you keep saying they're a very good team, they're not take the very away, they're a good team. Um, is that offensive line that you keep hyping up, that you keep these offensive line and defensive lines that you're so high on aren't, aren't producing. They're not on the field high. They're on paper high. But they gave up five sacks yesterday to a team that does not get a ton of sacks. And it wasn't well, to the know, guys Cleo you would Mack expect. Gets a it ton. wasn't. He did Khalil the previous had game. One. They had five. Fox well, had it. two. Yeah. No, who, I got who, it. Who well, what, Khalil had the game had before. Didn't he have three the game before? He had six. Six. Yeah. Oh, yeah, six a game before. He had six right. a game before. Yeah. So okay. he had won this game. But I'm saying this offensive line that you're so high on, this is supposed to be a top five offensive line. You said best in the league. So the best offensive line in the league gives up five sacks to a defensive line that doesn't. Outside of Khalil Mack, that outside game, they had no Mack. other sacks. Yeah. They outside had no the other sun. sacks in that Raiders yeah. game. They had Fox. Fox had two sacks. There were people that had sacks in this game that had very few coming into this game. So, again, you hype these players. You hyped all this D-line. Who, who showed up? Micah got a very critical sack, so give him credit. If, he, if I had to give him a grade, I'd give him a B-minus because 
a B actually because he didn't he, he didn't really record a stat throughout the game. He was nope. pretty quiet throughout the game. He but was. when they needed to have it, he was right there and he made a huge play when they needed to have it. Yeah, so did Gilly. Second, Gilmore made down. a huge play. Okay. But 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 they had to have it. That's a crucial drive. He 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 made an impact. I give him that. But you got to make an impact throughout the game. Okay, here's what you both are missing. This point in this boat. What do I say always? My team thrives on. My team is fueled by its pass rush. And it doesn't equate to sacks, actually, because in sacks so far, they're, they're ranked, uh, what are they, sacks? They're sixth in sacks. So, so they're not sacking at a high rate. But guess what? Last night, they had 18 quarterback pressures. They torment the quarterback. They terrorized the quarterback coming from all sides until Justin Herbert was seeing ghosts in the end. He finally got sacked by, by Micah, obviously, and then he completely unraveled and threw it to, as you call him, your, your best buddy, Stephon Gilmore, and the game was over. But last night, 18 quarterback pressures, the most by far the Chargers have surrendered this year. The Dallas Cowboys, since Dan Quinn walked in the door, have had 15-plus pressures in games nine times. The next on that list is Kansas City with five over that time span. Over this time, when they get 15-plus pressures, the Dallas Cowboys are 17-2. and two. That's their record. So that's who they are. That's what they do. They don't actually have to get the quarterback on the ground. They just have to fly at him, rough him up, hit him, distract him, terrorize him. And that's what they did again to Justin Herbert last night. He he was off target all night long, wasn't he not? He drove you guys crazy. He he was. Yeah. He was. was, you're, You're right. He was off target, Skip. But you know what I would say saved you guys, Skip? It's, 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 it's the zebras, again, determine this game. The third and 18, the game. third and 18, yeah. backed up on your own 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, illegal contact, automatic first down when yeah. you clearly got stopped on third down. Mm-hmm. Illegal contact. I hate, I hate this flag in the National Football League. Give them the yards. Stop making every flag on a defender automatic first down because they didn't earn the first down. But, of course, they extend your drive. You go on. That that, that was your game-winning, game-saving drive right there. That really would have been stopped on your own 17 had they not – had they just caught a five-yard penalty and let you replay the down or something. You know, Richard, but in the National Football League, you, they want it to be offensive. It's a, it's a, it's a subjective call, and they gave it to you. Okay, but you cannot contact the receiver after five yards. You just can't do it. They're going to flag it, and skip, they skip. did. Yeah, y'all got bailed out on that one, Skip. I wasn't even going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Backed up third and 18. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to bring the punt unit onto the – punt unit actually was starting to come onto the field. Okay, but but you got it, and, and you're right. You you the, the rule is a rule until they change it. That's the rule. Okay, and could I see what happened on that same drive after that? Could I see the throw to the guy Richard thinks is not a number one receiver named C.D. Lamb? Could I see the third and six please. from the forty nine? Please, the little half roll by Dak and the throw to C.D. on the crossing route. Do we have this play? Here's Dak. He comes a little underneath, escapes on the run, zing to the number one receiver who is CeeDee Lamb. He looked pretty good to me. He looked like a number one receiver last night. Single, I don't know. single off coverage? Yeah, that was the best throw by Dak Prescott all night off, long. Off coverage, yeah. free access where Duke can just yeah. run across the field, skip, yeah. stop. Man. Love it. Love it. It's not, it's not his fault. Yeah. It's not his fault. Mm. He caught the ball, they delivered it. 
But you got to slow down yeah. with the, the hype. Then could I see the next throw to somebody named Brandon Cooks who had not shown up so far this year? And boy, did he show up on third and nine from the Chargers 32. If I could see this throw, third and nine from the 32, that goes a little high. And Brandon Cooks skied for that. Yeah. I, I didn't know he could jump like yeah, that. He, 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 skied. he closed the cushion. He Woo. threatened the defender. There's nothing. I, I don't have a problem with Brandon Cook. Uh, okay. I, don't have, I like Brandon Cook. I finally have a second receiver because Michael Gallup is not the number two receiver. Michael Gallup was yeah, running man. around like chicken with head cut off last night. Half the time he looked like some guy who had never played football. And he, I don't know how many balls he could have caught. They could have made Dak's numbers they, they, even better look, man, than they were. A lot of the, the – you won the game. But when you look at the Chargers' defense, they never threatened the receivers mm -hmm. at once. Yeah. Everything was free access. Dudes are 10 and 12 yards off, yeah. allowing guys to catch balls in front of them. Mm -hmm. They were not challenged. Mm. They just wasn't. Brandon Staley defensively, in my opinion, didn't do a great job on the back end. Mm. In the front, they got to Dak Prescott five times. They were around him. They made him run out of the pocket. Even they should have sacked him on the touchdown, mm. I mean, on the big throw to Tony Pollard. Mm. But he was able to escape that and deliver the football. Mm. You never are taught to throw the ball back across your body. Mm. That just goes to show you that defense was completely broken down and didn't do their job in certain situations. I give you the W. You mm -hmm. won it. Yeah. You won it. You, got, you get a W. We had one blunder play last night that I thought the sky might fall on our heads over because it's the kind of play that a really bad team will quit on, will throw up his hands and say, okay, that's enough. This is not meant to be. But it's on a punt to a Cavante Turpin who does best catch punts. He's really, really sure-handed catching punts. He did not call for a fair catch. All of a sudden, the kid Jalen Tolbert gets blown up, knocked back into him. And then Jalen Tolbert, not coached very well, got to know what the rules are, should not have reached out and touched the live football because all of a sudden it's anybody's football after Jalen Tolbert reaches and touches it. And all of a sudden the Chargers are in business. And I thought we weren't in business, but we battled back and won the game. So you got to give us that. We gave them one there. We just flat out, you say the refs gave us one, or gave us one with the, obviously. You battled the, uh, back from what and won the game? Excuse from me? that terrible, tour. That that's horrendous. Oh, God, stop. Stop? You got the ball, man. No, we didn't get the, they yeah. got the ball. No, they didn't. They, they got the ball and they scored right there. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's um, right. They did the get the ball and scored. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. Um. But but I hear you, Skip. I just, as a team that you say is very good back, in a game like we this, in a against a team like this, you like you said, it should. If you won by twenty one, Skip, I would give you a very high score on the impressive scale. I'm sure Dak's stats would be a lot higher. I'm sure your defensive stats would be a lot higher. Uh, your big time playmakers, that pass rush would have got there. You get, you win by twenty one. But again, early in the season, what what was working for you guys? It was turnovers, and you were scoring on defense, and you were sacking the quarterback at a high rate. You can say what you want about pressures. Hey, we just want to get, be around him. I guarantee you those defensive linemen don't want to just be around. They want to finish the job, yep. and they need to finish the job, and they need to create more turnovers. It's That's going to be what dooms you. So, yes, it's a good win. It's a good win because they had the pressure on their back. Mm -hmm. You can see that. Yeah, yep. it's, it's a good win, but if you look at the opponents that you actually have beaten, and the ones that you've lost to, mm. I get the three that comes to mind for me. Arizona beat you, ran the ball down your throat. Mm -hmm. We know what the 49ers did mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. And then you barely got out of Los Angeles last mm -hmm. night 
to a team that most would say is up and down, up and down because of their coaches there. Uh-huh. You beat them by three points. Okay. You beat them by three. Yet all I've heard is that the book on Micah is to run the ball at him and run the ball down Dallas's throat. That's what the Arizona Cardinals did to the tune of 222 yards. Yeah. You both predicted that Belichick would come into Jerry World and with Zeke and Ramondre Stevenson run the ball right down Dallas's throats. It's a bad football they, team. They tried man. 23 rushes They're that day for 50. Three yards. One in five. 23 for 53 yards. Last night, guess what? One. The Chargers tried 23 rushes for a grand total of 53 yards, okay. just like Belichick did. Okay. So did we get the ball run down our throat by no, Austin Eckler last no one, night? No one no. said you did. Okay. You won by three, Skip. Wow. You won by three. Yeah, and by the way, one last quick point for Richard, who did play cornerback in this league at a high level. I think my young guy, Deron Bland, is – pretty good i again is he that guy who got hurt and is gone for the season thanks to an acl in practice he's not that guy but he is around the football he made a play in the end zone on fourth down knocked the ball down he had a pick right in his hands at the end of the game should have held on but he leads the league in interceptions since he joined this league a year ago you got to catch that you just got to catch yeah, but that. the receiver cannot stop yeah Okay. Skip, I got the it. damn receiver's got to keep going. Yep. Just keep going. Yep. What are you stopping for? My defense is really good. Oh, God, you, don't you start have this. Cleveland. Don't, start, don't start Francisco. this again. I, I love my pass rush. Don't I start just it again. It. Yep. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, Just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Last night, C.D. Lamb caught all seven of his targets for 117 yards, which averaged out to about 17 per catch. Richard Sherman, you don't believe he's a bona fide number one receiver. So how much more of your respect, if any, did he earn last night? He earned some. He earned some. I mean, he did a good job. You can't do anything more than catch the balls that, that are come to you. You know, he caught the balls. He made the plays that were there. Um, third down and six, he showed the play. He caught the pass. But like Keyshawn said, you know, these weren't tough catches. These weren't crazy, you know, oh, in, in traffic, broke six tackles, you know, took the went yard. 
um, plays. He caught the passes. He usually went out of bounds or went down. I mean, he got maybe five yards a yak, um, but, but did a good job for his team. He caught the passes. You give him credit for that. But when you talk about a true bona fide one, Skip, it's those situations where game's on the line, everything, hey, we need one in the red zone, we're putting it up to this guy. Hey, everybody in the stadium, nobody in the stadium knows where the ball is going in the Dallas Cowboys offense. You don't. In the, it, with the Cincinnati Bengals, you know where the ball is going. With the, the Rams, when Cooper Cup has come back, you know where the ball is going. Um, with, with the Minnesota Vikings, when Justin Jefferson's healthy, you know where the ball is going. Tyreek Hill, same way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the difference. If you talk about guys like Nico Collins right now, having an incredible season, yep. over 500 yards, he has more yards than CD, has more touchdowns than CD, and has only 29 catches. You talk about Puka Nakua. 50 receptions, over 500 yards, again, has more yards, has more touchdowns than CD, has more catches. And then you, you, you keep, I could keep going down guys that you, that aren't necessarily heralded players where you're like, hmm, that's a number one. Is he in a discussion for number one? No, they aren't, but they're good players in the National Football League and they're getting it done for their respective teams. Hmm. You know, I'm not as, as harsh, I would say, as, as, as my, Co-host there, Skip and Richard Sherman, about C.D. Lamb being a number one receiver. There's something that's missing from him, though. What? I, I, I can't quite put my finger on it because you mentioned productivity. Yeah, he's very productive. I mean, when you, when, when you have 40-plus targets and you got 30-something catches out of the 42 or so targets, it's very productive. Okay? Mm -hmm. he, they're not a very good red zone team, so I don't expect for him to have – a lot of touchdowns because the Cowboys as a whole, offensively, they don't have a lot of touchdowns in the air at this point in time throughout the season. But when I describe a number one dog, like a, like a, a real receiver, it's that moment with eight seconds to go. No matter what the situation, you, your coach, whether you think he has a hole in his brain or not, Skip, he still knows... He I got that guy, mm. no matter what. Mm. You mentioned my coach and Richie Cotite. I yep. was a rookie. Mm -hmm. They still figured out, we got to use this dude in the red zone. Well, you were the first pick in the you, draft. But it so. doesn't matter where I was slotted because <laughs> there's been high draft picks that were bums in the league. And there's been low draft picks that rose to the occasion. We mm. see it with Cooper Cup, as uh, Richard mentioned. Mm. When they're in the red zone, they're trying to figure out how to scheme Cooper Cup to score a touchdown. Or Puka, Jamar Chase, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, my nephew for the New Orleans Saints, was a second-round pick. Mm -hmm. But when they get in that red zone, they try to figure out how do we get the football to him. Mm. And so, CeeDee Lamb, there's just something missing. When you look at the Chargers game, for instance, last night, mm. and you can't take anything away from the uh, seven catches, 117 yards. He did what they asked him to do. But a lot of that is what I call easy lunch, okay? Free mm -hmm. access. When somebody is allowing you to run up on them and get up on them, now you got a two-way go. You can break either way. It's very difficult for a defensive back to cover that. When they get up and challenge him at the line of scrimmage, is he winning at that point in time? Because that's the important thing. Anybody can run that. Hell, we see running backs on free access, Richard, run down, catch the football, and then get some, make some hay. I want, but, a, I want and, him challenged. 
And and then I want him, like, there were a few plays in there where he had the ball, he caught it, he had space. If he breaks those tackles and takes it the distance, it would change the discussion. Skip, he had one tackle to break, one tackle to break, oh. and you go yard. You got one man to beat. What <laughs> Didn't beat him. He got one man to beat on this play. Look, run through the defense, one man to beat. Not beating him. Like, you want to be a number one? Make those plays. Turn those gains into touchdowns because right now you're – I mean, what makes him – he's catching the passes that are there. He's getting the yards that are there with the pass. You you ask what makes Debo Samuel special. You talk about D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore had 230 the hard way. He was on people's heads. He took hitches a long way. He took yeah. hitches, broke tackles, and do, went, a long, went yard. That's what's making – putting him in the discussion to be a number one receiver. And he's doing it with Justin Fields not playing as well as even Dak, Dak Prescott is playing. He played well in a few of those games in the commander's game. But then you talk about Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen right now is playing with Bryce Young and, and, and Dalton and whoever else is playing, yep. and he's productive. So he you is. can't give him that excuse. You know, Skip, I, I, I like him as a one. But I don't think he is <clears throat> a supreme one, that next level. Some, I, I don't know what the something is, but it's something that's missing that doesn't make me feel like, mm. okay, when everything is on the line, mm. there is no other option with him. Mm. Like, like, it just, that's just the way I feel about it. Mm. I love both of you guys, and I love how you just pile on CD show after show after show. You're going to rocket fuel him the rest of the year, and I, I appreciate I so. you both for this because you both think something is missing. You, you see that there's some fatal flaw in there that, that makes him, as Richard says, a fringy one, like he's on the edge of being a one, but even Keyshawn, you know, you're trying to like him, but you sort of can't because something is missing. I don't think anything is missing. I think sometimes the quarterback goes missing, and to Keyshawn's point about a hole in the brain, I think McCarthy has a hole in the brain. I, I'm not sure there's a brain, so, so I, I don't know about a hole. I'm just talking about the whole brain in general. And all I know is what I keep telling you, that he has made back-to-back -back Pro Bowls, and you say everybody makes the Pro Bowl, they back into it, whatever. He, he flat out made it the right way twice. I, I understand. And I told okay. you again, I respect Pro Football Focus. They do a good job of grading these guys. And over the whole 17-game season last year, he graded out the seventh-best receiver. You could debate that and tear it apart all day long, but they say he's a top-ten receiver. I say he's a top-ten receiver. I saw him catch 11 balls for 143 yards at San Francisco That's in a, a playoff game. <clears throat> That's a different conversation, though, okay. Skip. Which conversation? If he's a top 10 yeah. versus a true bona fide one. It's a different conversation. I'm not going to let you try to slide that hey, in. All right. Of but, course but, but he's a top 10. that's how much I believe 10. in him as of course, a one. Of course he's a top 10 receiver. Statistics of certainly he. show that. Oh, okay. But, of course. No, so no, you're I saying don't, I don't he, agree. I don't okay, agree. but you, don't wait agree. a second, Keyshawn. You're saying... He is a top 10, but he's not a number one. If you're basing agree. it based on pro football focus and yeah. statistics, yes. then he's a top 10 receiver. Yeah. But if you're basing it on would you rather have this guy versus that guy as your one, he's okay. not a bona fide one. Okay, because I can, name, I can name 10 guys your team would rather have. That's, That's false. <laughs> no, it's just false. Yes, I could easily. Hey, easily. No, th this guy. Pro I probably could name 10 too. Okay. 
So I, I can all, name 10 guys you would rather have. You want me to do it or do you no, want me to just no, let you go? I got it. I know where you're going to go with this. <laughs> yeah. But all I know is against it's the easy. Jets, you guys think the Jets have a really good defense <laughs> with both of their corners healthy, their slot corner healthy at Jerry World. CD tore him apart. He, he caught 10 balls for did 130 he? yards. Yeah, he did. And they Not won 30 to 10 over the Jets. And he had a lot to do with it. All I know is he, he, he just good. keeps producing. He just keeps skip, producing. Skip, 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 yeah. skip. You, you're lowering the bar for, for top ten receivers, and I'm not going to let you do it. Cool, no. he had the Pro Bowl. Cool, I understand. He's a fringe one receiver. I'm, I'm with you. He's a fringe one. But if you said Mike Evans was available, they'd take him. If you said DJ Moore was available, no, they they'd take him, and he'd be no. immediately the number one on your team. No. He would be immediately. That's not a debatable thing, Skip. It's he is producing at a higher level right now. Nico Collins is producing at a higher level right now. Amon Ross St. I'll Brown is producing CD. at a higher level I'll right now. I'll take CD over him. He's bigger, stronger. I, I, I hear stronger. you because you're biased. Yeah. I'm, no. but, but bigger, stronger, is he breaking tackles and taking the ball? Is he going yard with it? No, he's no. catching the balls when he's wide open, and he's running and getting tackled immediately. I'm talking about a guy with DJ Moore. I watch break tackles. Hey, he's, he's got Justin Fields as his quarterback. He doesn't care. He, he's not making an excuse. Oh, it's the quarterback. It's the offensive coordinator. None of that. Give me the ball, and I'm going to be productive. I'm going to score touchdowns, and I'm going to break tackles. I'm going to turn little gains into big gains, Skip. And that's what guys do to make themselves number one receivers. He had seven opportunities to do that. He caught the balls that were right there. Hey, Within the scheme, I caught the ball. Now, what you do after that determines how people see you. If you go and you get more, then guess what? We're going to see you as, wow, that guy's a difference maker. Mm. If you just get the yards that are obviously there, then we're going to call you fringe one. I mean, that's that's what it is. <laughs> fringe one? Okay. That's okay. the truth. All right. He will make you eat all of your words again and again and again. You guys are going to have to come back in here and sit in these chairs and deal with it game after game after game because we're we're only six games in. I think he's good. It's just something that's missing for me, Mm -hmm. and I I can't quite put my thumb on it. You know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I see free access. I see he catches the balls. Mm-hmm. But like Richard says, something every now and then mm-hmm. just doesn't sit right. And if I look at the top receivers in the league, if Devontae Adams was on uh, that the, the, field, okay, if you they go there, go eight seconds. Okay, if you they would throw it. Okay, to if him. you go there, I give you Devontae. No, I'll give I, you that. I, I, I'm just saying the top. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Devontae, I'm saying Tyreek, I'm saying Jamar Chase. I'm just saying the guys that you look to as the number, the top dogs on their teams. Now, you can blame the coach. You can blame the quarterback. Sometimes. If you had those dudes on that team, the coach wouldn't have a hole in his head. Okay? And if he did, he would figure out, I got that dude on my team. I'm going to get it to that dude. Mm. That's all I'm saying. And for some reason, far too many times, they don't do that when they get into the red. They try to throw the ball to Brandon Cooks in the red zone. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, they did last night and scored. I understand okay. that. Right. But you don't go to Brandon Cooks when you got Devontae Adams. That's my point. Okay. You don't do that. Yep. You just don't. Okay, that's you put fault. You put Devontae Adams in a deep crosser so that Dak can throw it over to the far pylon. Mm-hmm. You don't put Brandon Cooks 
in that position. Mm -hmm. You put the the dog in that position. Mm -hmm. That's what teams do. Okay. I banged the the desk here yesterday saying you have to throw early and often to C.D. Lamb, and they did. They got him involved right away, and it worked. All receivers you got to throw early, too. Because as a receiver, when you're not getting the football, guess what? Mm -hmm. You are looking in the stands at the scoreboards and looking at the birds fly in the air. That's just that that you got to stay focused. All right, I'm going to throw one last point out to try to make or close my case, and you guys can laugh at this if you want. I already started laughing. Okay. The most astute sports fan that I know is my man Lil Wayne, and he texted me right after the game. He's never been sold on C.D. Lamb. He texted me right after the game. C.D. has gained a different level of respect from me. He is tough. And he went on to explain he's more of a possession receiver than an explosive deep threat. He can still run past people. They just don't do it very often. They don't throw the ball downfield. I don't have a a problem with speed. I'm not worried about him running down the field, Skip. I'm worried about him taking little gains and making them big gains, like Jamar Chase does, like Justin Jefferson does, like like, uh, Cooper, uh, like, like, a, a, a bunch of guys that are considered number okay. ones. If and all you're giving me is the yards that I'm throwing when you're wide open that I'm scheming you up for, he caught a corner route. Cool, you caught it. You're wide open. The corner went low. Quarterback puts the ball on you. You ran a, a in route. Okay, you caught it. You got me four or five extra yards. If you want me to call you a number one, I need that to be 15, 20, okay, 30, touchdown. It. All right, and you can laugh at me when I throw this stat I've back at you. I've already started. Okay, here we go again. All he did his last year at Oklahoma, under stinking Man, Lincoln I'm not going to listen he, if you're going to talk about He led the whole NFL. nation in yards after catch. Led the whole nation I, I, in yards after catch. He, it, does he, does yeah. he eat the NFL in any category like mm-hmm. that? He does not. If I, if, again, I'm going to – my barometer – Let's watch your Washington Commander, them against the Washington Commander, because DJ Moore took hitches for touchdowns against them. He didn't take it wasn't go routes and, and deep balls and all this. It was hitches he turned into touchdowns. So if he doesn't okay. go for two thirty or more, hey. consider, consider the argument and discussion. Okay. Done. And by the way, I did campaign for Jerry to draft DJ Moore a year ahead of CD. Just for the record, I did that. Yeah, yeah. So you, know? you don't believe in CD then? That's no, it. I do believe. So, so I know we got to close in this mm-hmm. one. But what I'm gonna say here is when you have the second and the third receiver on your team, and Michael Gallup getting more targets than your number one guy, that's problematic. Right. That just tells me you are not scheming and planning to put the football in your number one guy's hands okay. because you don't think you have a one. You think everybody's equal. Oh, so That's you, what it says to me. Really? Okay, yeah. so they threw Michael yeah. Gallup 10 balls last night, and he managed to catch three. Yeah, you threw him 10. But the then why did they throw him 10? Why did they throw him 10? You support that know. if you add the seven so, and the so, ten together, so you get at the C D Lamb. That's yeah. seventeen if he was like I, 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 if they thought he was like that. Get him out. Get him out I, of there, I, I Michael only, Gallup. I, I only watched eleven years of tape as a as a elite corner in the in the National Football League. Oh, you was and an elite corner elite receiver. <laughs> I, I, that's what they would say. I only led the decade in interceptions. Come on, got the least amount of touchdowns given up in anybody here in the discussion. But again, I watched the tape. And I look at C.D. Lamb. I watch it. That's my job, Skip. That's all I do now. I watch the tape. And I'm watching the tape. I'm watching it through the lens of a defensive player, Mm -hmm. a coordinator. And you don't sit there and say, hey, we need to come up with a plan to stop this guy. You say, hey, they're going to put him in the slot. He's going to get a little bit of things in the slot. Like, we got to figure out how to contain him. 
Get him on the ground. They're mm-hmm. going to keep throwing the ball in the slot. They're going to try to put him against your worst corner, which is your nickel, mm-hmm. and try to get him the ball. They're not going to line him up against your best corner and, and on the outside and say, hey, here's a go route. Here's the post. Like, toss it up to him. They threw the post to Gallup in the red zone. He dropped it. They did. He did. He dropped. He dropped a bunch. I, I thought he dropped at least three balls. He looked like he'd never tried to catch a football before. Yeah. Well, maybe I just they they they. If you got that one and that guy, and you believe in him like that, Skip, mm. you're not giving the football to other people. Yeah, I'm just. It's their fault, not his fault. Okay. Okay. They will feature okay. him more. And Richard, I'm looking at it in the prism, in the context of '88s and Drew Pearson and Michael Irvin and yeah. Des Bryant and this guy. Then you're not. And, he belongs, not he belongs in that company. That's all I can say. He's not the best of that company, but he belongs in it. You're crazy. Mm, no, I'm correct. And you guys will eat these words, but that's okay. I warned you, listen to me, listen to me. That's what you always, you always text me, listen to me, right? Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to help you. Okay. All right. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Last night, Justin Herbert went 22 of 37 for 227, two touchdowns, and of course, the game-ending interception. Most experts have Justin Herbert ranked among the top 10 quarterbacks, if not top five. Keyshawn Johnson, should he be ranked that high? Absolutely. Uh, He is a a generational talent at the quarterback position. He is a long, tall drink of water with a rifle of an arm. Mm -hmm. Um... I think when you look at a young career like you've seen, Justin Herbert has now been with three different offensive coordinators in a four-year period of time. Okay, he's been in and out of the lineup with his re- or his receivers has essentially has been in and out of the lineup. Yeah. Okay, Mike Williams stays hurt. He does. Keenan yeah. Allen every now and then he comes back. He's still mm-hmm. dominant, but he has hamstring issues. So when you start to look at it, Everett is a nice tight end, but he is not. A, you know, he's not in the same class, obviously, as Kittle or, or, or Gronkowski or some of the other Darren Waller at his times uh, at, at the Raiders. So when you start to look at some, Austin Eckler's a good receiving running back out of the backfield. But when you look at everything with this young quarterback on his, I believe, fourth offensive coordinator in a short period of time, that's 
that's a lot to deal with. And he's still, as you like to say, putting up the numbers, doing everything. If you go back a couple years ago, I'll use one of your deals, Skip. You go back a history a couple years ago in Kansas City, the guy is getting his ribs barbecued. He stays in the game. He fights through it. Everett is tired. He tries to come out. They didn't see him. He stays in. He's winded. He runs a poor route. Pick six going the other way. Otherwise, they're going in to win that game in Kansas City. Mm, so That's he, ancient history. No, I just yeah. did what you do. Oh. That's all. I just did what you do. I just go back, did what you go did back, back to, to you. and look at it. That's all I'm saying. So when you talk about him as a quarterback, I like him. I think he's being held back because of all the offensive coordinating changes. I mean, you think about the first year under Coach Lynn. Then the kid comes out of nowhere because they punctured the lung of, 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 of uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yep. And then all of a sudden he's pushed into the starting lineup, goes on a nice historical run for a rookie QB. Then all of a sudden he's a new coordinator in Joe Lombardi. Now he's got Kellen. I mean, it's just like you keep changing over and over and over. Mm. He hasn't had the luxury to have the same guy for four or five straight years. Mm. So I think in the end, I think he's going to be okay long term. I think he's going to be okay long term. Mm. I, I, I think I agree with Key to a, to a degree. Uh, he, ha he is a top five talent. He's a top five with the measurables and everything you talk about, you hear guys saying, this is why Brock Purdy isn't in their top five or MVP candidate because he doesn't have these measurables. True. He's not a tall drink of water with a rocket for an arm and, and, and can make all the throws from all the arm angles and the arm talent and this and that, but he's a winner. And at the end of the day, you look at Justin Herbert's 27 and 27 career record and, and you look at his, his play in these games when he has a clean pocket, when he has Keenan Allen running open and he misses him. And then he has Keenan Allen running open again and he misses him. And you, you can say he still is strong in the pocket. He did have pressure in his face. As Skip said, he had 18, gave, they gave up 18 pressures. Yep. But when he had time, feet set, missed throws. And in the playoffs, he did not execute at a high level. And, and you could say the same thing about Tua Tunga Bailoa, about different coordinator after coordinator after coordinator after head coach. But we don't give him that excuse. Mm. At the end of the day, it's a production business. And he, he's got a lot of yards. I think he's amongst the all-time leaders at his age uh, for yards per season, yards overall, et cetera, et cetera. But again, the wins aren't there. So the statistics, the padding of the stats are there, but winning the games are not. And you talk about a guy like Brock Purdy again, who doesn't have that kind of arm talent yeah. and elite. And it's like the wins don't matter. The stats don't matter. Nothing matters because he doesn't have the measurables of a Justin Herbert, of a Patrick Mahomes, of a Joe Burrow. But his production, his winning is there. And so I think we got to start judging him by the wins and losses, and he's not getting it done. Well, of course you judge by wins and losses, and we, we're coming up on that judgment day. Right. And what I mean by that is if this continues to happen with the Chargers at some point, they're going to start to point to him, not Brandon Staley, because Brandon Staley will be fired here in, in a little while. If they keep going down this road. That is so. True. So people are going to start to say, OK, we done got rid of Coach Lynn. We done got rid of Brandon Staley. Yep. This dude is not the answer if they don't take it to the next level. You can't as a starting quarterback in the National Football League go through three or four different head coaches and still survive. It just, mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way. So I agree with you, Richard. The W's is what matters. I'm just talking about his skill set, 
in his ability to be what the league wants at the quarterback position. He fits all the modes, and that's why I believe long-term they'll get the right call at the, at the head coaching position. Mm. So I thought of both of you often during last night's game because if I had been tables turned, if I had bet on Justin Herbert a Beverly Hills dinner, I would have been screaming and throwing things at my TV because Justin Herbert, once again, was not consistently accurate throwing the football. Obviously, he's got the rocket arm. I'm not sure anybody can throw it harder on a line for, for 20 yards than this kid can. And all the measurables are off the charts. And if you want to talk about top five measurables, you got me. But on command of the position of poise and feel for the game, for playing that position the way you need to, to feel it and play it and, and sort of massage to get a game home like the one that they blew at Jacksonville in the playoffs. I don't see those kind of intangibles in him. Maybe they're in there somewhere, but I didn't see him at Oregon. I did not love him coming out in the draft. I get my top quarterback uh, coming out in the draft. Was he? Well, yeah. I boy, I didn't see it, and I watched him a whole lot at Oregon. And in the bigger games, he would struggle and throw weird off-target interceptions. The way he was throwing the ball off-target last night, you guys got to admit. He was throwing rockets to nowhere. So, uh, how many no, he times? Did not, he did right. not deliver the football in sync at all. He had no. he had Keenan Allen open twice. Did he? He, hit, he missed him on the sluggo because he? I, he missed him on the sluggo because Keenan got so open so fast that he hurried his throw. He didn't yep. stand in and just wait a few seconds later to make sure to get the football where it needed to go. Did he have and, any air underneath it? Did he no, because he rushed the throw. When you rush like, the throw, you just you're just trying to get rocket, it there, rocket. you know. And, and yep. that happens, though, Skips. When you beat the defender so quickly, the quarterback's not ready to throw. He thinks he's running out of time, and he just delivers the football. There's no excuse for not figuring out how to get it to him. But at the at the end of the day. Ask the Dallas Cowboys, would they rather have him or Dak Prescott? No, I think they'd rather have Dak. No, no, I don't think so. Not even I don't that. think I that mean, would be the case. I, I, I don't think I mean, so. We, we, it's just the amount of value we're putting on arm talent and, 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 and the, the measurables because he does statistically have the, the numbers. So you talk about all time, you know, the history of the game. He's amongst the top three in yards over however long he's been playing. So short period of time. Consistently, you can't, you, you can't, which is a short period of time, but you can't say that his offensive coordinators are the problem because he's getting the yards, he's getting the numbers, his numbers are there. But in crucial situations in these games, he's just not winning. And even when he has the weapons, he has a healthy Keenan Allen, he has a healthy Mike Williams, he has yep. a healthy Austin Eckler, a healthy Everett. He's not winning the games. And you could say his defense isn't playing good enough, and that may or may not be true. But at the end of the day, for better or for worse, wins and losses are quarterback stat. And they're giving them to the quarterback, whether he deserves them or he doesn't deserve them. And he's not winning these games. Brock Purdy, does he deserve credit for every win they're getting? Does he deserve credit for every loss they're getting? Maybe, maybe not. But he's going to get the credit and he's going to get the wins. He's going to get the loss. And so I need him to win more games. I need him to take his team to the playoffs. And Joe Burrow did it with great receivers and nobody blocking for him. A bunch nobody. of janitors blocking for him yeah. and took his team to the Super Bowl. He did. And, and he had every excuse in the world. Oh, I got sacked nine times in the playoffs. I'm getting beat, beat up. He got his he got his ribs beat up, too. Uh, well, King, that, 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 but he that, that, found a way to get I, it done. I, I understand that, Richard. My, my, my point, though, is when you're talking about 
a young quarterback. You cannot just bury him in a short period of time. His talent is is his talent is is so great that you have to give him an opportunity. Mm. You say lead his team to the playoffs. Well, he's gone to the playoffs. Mm. That's not the issue. One of the main one of the main issues is you're also in a division with Kansas City. So it's going to be now. Maybe you can make up some ground here in the future with Kansas City. But as of right now, you're in a division with Kansas City. Kansas City won the division five, well, more than that, but they've gone to the AFC Championship game five straight times from your own division. Mm. You've had a consistent head coach in Kansas City and Andy Reid. He's gone through a couple head coaches, okay? First-time head coaches in Coach Anthony Lynn. Then all of a sudden, another first-timer in Brandon Staley who does some weird stuff at times throughout the games to put your quarterback in bad positions. And I understand, hey, the coordinators are calling plays because you're getting the yardage, you're getting statistical numbers. He's just not making the throws at the right time when they need him the most. Mm. It's still early in his career, though. I'm not giving you first-time head coaches because Mike McDaniel, Tua Tungvaluwa, first-time head coach. I, I, you talk about Taylor and and, and Cincinnati, first-time head coach. You yeah. talk. I mean, th- there are young quarterbacks with first-time head coaches having success. At the end of the day, sometimes we got to just stop, stop giving him excuses and look at the man and be like, maybe, maybe in crucial situations he's not like that. Well, when, that may when be the, the case. Expectations are low. When 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 things are good and it's it doesn't matter because he's still in a division with the Denver Broncos who have been struggling the last couple of years. I mean, historically struggling. You talk about the Raiders; they've been struggling. So you can talk about Kansas City. That's two games a year, but you the other four are against teams that you should be able to beat. That your quarterback talent should overcome yeah. for your team, and that hasn't been happening. And, and they, I just and, get and frustrated. They, and they've been going to the playoffs out of that division behind Kansas City. Mm. So no, Keyshawn. No, 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 they, they, yeah. Well, they went last year, better yet. Yeah, they yeah. did go last year. So, Keyshawn, mm-hmm. if you watch this kid, you'll see two or three throws a game that will take your breath away. Because yes. even Mahomes or Josh Allen or name them, they, they can't throw it quite the way this kid can throw it. Maybe Josh Allen. In, no, when, when he's right, when, when he throws a 105-mile-an-hour fastball, 20 yards on a line, on a dime, into somebody's breadbasket, you say, whew, that is, that, that's unstoppable. And then he's off target, and he's off target. What, what is the number one factor for success at that position? It's just accuracy. I don't care what you say. You- but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say he's as inaccurate as you are portraying him to be. Now, he does miss some throws. Does but all the quarterbacks in the league miss throws, man. Yeah, he they all do. I can point to – you can take Patrick Mahomes. He misses throws. Sure he does. Joe Burrow misses yeah. throws. And they all miss. This guy is hot and cold, and when he goes cold, it's last night. Last night and, But happen. they find a way to win, and that, that's, that's the that difference, Keyshawn. That's, I, that's I the big difference. I said that in a I, minute. I already said in a minute. Yeah. They're, people are going to start to look at him at the quarterback spot, and he's going to yep. get the tag. You can't win with this guy. That's that's the tag he's going to get. 